Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. This is my second Roomba review after one month. So if you missed the first podcast, I said that I'm trying out the new iRobot Select uh, subscription plan. It's $29 a month with tax, $30 a month. Uh, you get a very nice room, but not the top of the line, but the, like the second one from the top of the line. Um, and a complete package. It's supposed to send you things when you need it, that kind of thing, track what you do, all that kind of stuff. And I, and I also mentioned, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. But I did mention that I've had one before, the cheapest model before, and stopped using it for a couple of reasons. So I wanted to follow up now. It's been over a month. I have a few awards uh, in my select app, like uh, one month, and I've cleaned an entire basketball court now. So for 100% disclosure, I live in a single-level apartment that's about 1,000 square feet. Um, it can clean just about everywhere. It goes out of the bed. Um, after the first week or two, I reset the mapping feature because I wanted to move some things around in my apartment and wanted it to know. And that seemed to really be the only way to do it. Um, you can set up custom things. Um, if you want to change the rooms as it lays them out, you can change that all in the app. But I tend to let it do what it does. And then I go in and label stuff because I, that's just easier, right? Um, and it does very well at mapping the apartment and deciding what each room, the area is, once I give it a name and all that kind of stuff. It, it remembers it. Uh, there have been times that I've said, oh, I made a mess in this room. Go clean it up. Boop, just clean that room. And it takes about six to ten minutes, and it cleans the entire room, and it goes back to its little thing. Um, I keep the reservoir unit in my office. Right now it's kind of open, but I'm going to put it up under a computer desk at, at some point, probably in the near future. Um, it I've moved it a couple times. It's had no problems finding its base unit. So this is kind of the follow-up review. And I love the thing and can't live without it is the short review. <laughs> I have not had to pull out my regular vacuum since I got the thing day one. Period. I, I haven't had to pull it out. Even like trimming the dogs. I tend to do that in the bathroom after, after bathing them. Um, I just told the Roomba to go clean up the bathroom. It did. <laughs> you know, it's kind of, I named it Robbie for Robbie the Robot from the very, very, very old science fiction movie. I will think of a better name, but that's what it is right now. You can change it at any time, by the way. I have not hooked up the Roomba to my voice. I, I, don't, I haven't set up my, I have enough stuff in the house now. I could set up all that home stuff, uh, you know, Google, Siri, whatever, do this, do that. I could do all that stuff. I've got lights behind my entertainment center that are smart. Um, I've got the Roomba and a couple other things. I, I'm just not so much. I, I like doing that stuff by hand based on the moment, if you will. <laughs> I, but it would be nice like that TV commercial. Hey, it's game day and the, and the lights go down and the popcorn pops and the TV goes to the sports and all that. That would be cool. But uh, I may set that up at some point. So anyway, um, the Roomba is set up to, to do the entire house, the entire floor um, at 9 a.m. every day. I usually leave for work between 8 and 8.15, so that's after I've left for a while and the dogs have been settled. Um, before I leave, I pick up the doggy beds and the bathroom mat. Otherwise, the house stays exactly as it is. I have a carpet in my office that's 5 by 7 I have a 5 by 7 carpet in front of the door. 
and that's really it. It's 100% tile floors throughout with um, the the heating under the floor. So I haven't put much down, to put it that way. I don't have a lot of furniture. Uh, there is a love seat and chair in the living room, uh, some shelves and the TV uh, there's a couple of bar stools in the breakfast area. There's nothing in the kitchen. In the bathroom, there's some dog bowls. There's some dog bowls in the dining area. Um, there's nothing in the bed or the office, except for I put the computer chair up in one corner of the desk. That eventually had to be marked as an area not to go. Um, what it does after it cleans every day, it will show you, it will give you a rundown. And if it ran into things that it considered to be obstacles, it will take pictures. And it will show you the pictures and say, is this something that's going to be here permanently? We need to mark it as an out-of-bound you know, out zone. Uh, is it something temporary? Or ignore and when you get done with the report, it syncs with the robot and it learns about the map. So that's why I wanted to reset it after I had it for a couple of weeks. Um, I wanted to move some things, hide some wires better, speaker stands, that kind of thing. There is a snowblower in the background. By the way, I was going to start this podcast by being disparaging about one of my neighbors. And I didn't want to start that way. But do you ever watch somebody do something and you wonder why they don't do it smarter? He's got one of those, and I don't know the people that live over there. I have no idea. They tend to put a car on the street in snowstorms, which is not the brightest idea in the world. Um, so I've probably cursed their names once or twice as I've kind of semi-slid out of my, my part of the neighborhood <laughs> and almost into their car. Um, but anyway, they have a, a push-pull hand-run snowblower. And he did good at first staying along the edges, blowing the snow to one side. He's got a pipe aimed to, I guess it's the left side of where he's going. But then he turns around and he goes the other way. And so he blows stuff back over kind of what he's already gone over. And I'm like, you know, if you started at one end and just went back and back and back and forth over one side to the other, you would eventually move all that snow to one side. But he's kind of making more work for him. Anyway, it was one of those cases where you can hear it in the background. I don't know if you can hear it in the microphone, but... Um, Anyway, I watched him before this podcast going, I'd love to go out there and tell you there is a much more logical way, pattern that you could do that would benefit you to do this in half the time, but you're not doing it. Anyway, uh, that leads into I've watched the Roomba a couple of times. Like I said, it runs Monday through Friday, and then I've occasionally run on the weekends when I said there's been a mess or something like that, or I just, well, I'm in the other room cooking. Why don't you do the bedroom in the office? Boop, boop, pick those two rooms and tell it to go, and it does. On a normal day, it takes between an hour and an hour and a half to do the entire house. I don't know what the difference is, but I have seen it go over an area that it considered dirty, like there was a, a little tuft of doggy hair or maybe a little bit of crumbs left over from food. It will sense that. I see the little white ring turn kind of blue, kind of turquoise, and then it backs up and it goes back over that place a couple times. I don't know if that ring signifies, oh, hey, I found a dirty area, and you don't see that differentiation on the map, but maybe on the days that it takes longer, it finds dirtier areas. I don't know. Um, some days it goes longer after I've cleaned the brushes out. Oh, yeah, that was something I was going to do, and I didn't bring my phone with me. I was going to tell you the various uh, – I've stopped bringing my phone into the office when I do a podcast because it tends to vibrate and stuff and distracts me. Um, so about the service, again, it's $30 a month, and over time, you basically pay for the unit. In two years, you pay for the unit. In three years, you kind of paid for more of the unit, but you're also paying for the bags and filters and brushes and stuff that they're going to send you. And so I was wondering how often that would happen. The 
the stuff is not cheap. A bag of two or three of these things is twenty to thirty dollars to forty dollars, uh, depending on uh, whether it be the. Uh, there's some kind of filter in the thing. There's brushes on the front. There's rollers in the middle, and there's the bags in the home unit. When it docks for a few seconds, it and it cleans out your dust cup which is great. I said my previous experience years ago was with one of the original models. I just emptied the dust cup after every, or every two or every three days when it would vacuum the floor, the house. Um, and we had a two level, so I'd have to take it upstairs to do the other part or, or take it downstairs, depending on where it charged. With this one, I'm only one level, so every time when it docks, it cleans out. So I wondered how long it would take to fill up the bag that it holds in that unit. Um, how hard it would be to change, how quickly they would send me the replacement, that kind of thing. So that's why I wanted to wait to do a one-month kind of, here's how it's going so far. Because the first week or two I'd use it, I really love the thing so far. Well, as far as that goes, I think I got to about 75% on the scale. There's the scales on the app, and as you use your things, it goes further and further. And as it does you get closer to this little icon of a truck, a moving truck. And I, I assume that's when, when you hit that bar is when they would send you a new thing. Well, they've sent me the new bag before I hit that bar. It was between 70 and 75% full uh, by its estimation. Several of my friends have asked, well, how does it know when it's full? I don't think there are sensors in the little plastic box that it's housed in. I think it calculates based on how much the Roomba cleaned, how much of a percentage of the bag it fills when it empties. I think that's the only way it could do it. I don't know. I'm not, I, I, am, I have not done the technological research into the proprietary technology behind the Roomba system, but um, it appears to me that uh, it probably just calculates based on the job size. So I had gotten to 70, 75%, and I got an email and a message on the app that they were sending me a new bag. I was like, great. Well, the unit came with a second bag, and that's, it's in a, in a, in that same door that you open and close, which is a sealed door, by the way. It's got a very nice little ring around it. It thumps closed and thumps open. Uh, so you don't get no, you don't get no. You don't get any dust coming out of it. It doesn't leak or anything like that. Um, so the bag arrived in about a week. I think it would be a lot quicker if you didn't live in Alaska, but it came regular mail into my mailbox and they sent one bag. Now, you might say, well, one bag. Well, the bag is kind of this really cool cloth. Um, I'm sure it's a paper mix, but it feels like cloth. And then you have this proprietary connector. Now, I say that because it is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I just, that they thought this far, that they went, this, this is why Apple still sells more than Android, because Apple does the little things, the little things that just make it easier. Um and iRobot probably sells more. There are several other robot vacuum companies out there these days. So I wondered how you would change the bag. And it says, pull up on this tab. Okay, the tab is at the top of the bag. Okay, pull. And it's a, it's a hard gray plastic tab. When you start pulling on it, you realize it's sliding and the bag's not moving. I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird. And then you look. When you slide it up, it seals the bag. Like a like, kind of like a guillotine, like one of those finger guillotines. The hole, you pull it up and it closes that hole and then lifts the bag out once the hole is closed. So you pull it out with no dust, no hair, nothing flying out of it. And you didn't even have a choice. It's not like you had to reach in and seal off the bag or anything. You just in one step pull that up, which seals the bag. And then you keep lifting and it lifts the bag right out. You throw it in the garbage. 
You put the new bag in the same way. You just slide the slot in, and it kind of opens up that hole, and it waits until it's full. I did that about a week ago, and I'm already like 18%. So I'm going to be getting new bags probably about every three weeks, it appears, instead of every month. And if bags are $30 for three, I think it was, $40 for three, or $30 for two. So over time, yeah, see, you're paying $30 a month for this service, and you're getting all that other stuff. I am 50% done with the high-efficiency filter, and those are more expensive. I'll be getting one of those soon. Um, And again, I don't know how it calculates these things. I think it's use. The brushes and rollers are in great shape. I clean the hair out about every few days. Um, the Roomba has improved. It was always good about um, one screw, and you could take the, the sweeping brushes out, and you could pull all the hair out from under that. But even the little, there's a little ball wheel in the front. It gets a lot of hair up in there. Um, no matter how clean your house is, for some reason, it seems to collect there. They've done a better job. You can take that apart one, two, three, and, and the hair just kind of falls out. It's really intelligent engineering from top to bottom on this version that they've sent me. This is the, the J7 Plus series, I believe. Um, so with those added things, so I reset the mapping feature, and within a few days, it had redone the map completely. I wanted to reset up new zones. It skips my speaker stands. It skips, there's, there's only a couple places where wires are exposed, or it can go under and find wires, and I've marked those. So on the map, those are little red boxes that are shaded in with a, like this pink, um, and it won't go to those places. It just knows not to go there. And now it pretty much completes an entire cleaning without any stops, um, usually in a little over an hour, a thousand square feet. Goes over things it finds that are more dirty. Again, it's not bumping. Um, I have my food bowls for the dogs in the dining area are just on a mat. Um, they stay pretty full and they're pretty good sized bowls. It does not hit them hard enough to spill them, neither food nor water. The food bowls are about the same size in the bathroom, but they reside on a rubber mat in the bathroom. Um, It has kind of pushed that mat a little bit, but it's never pushed the bowls. So that's much different than the cheap version. If we left bowls on the floor, it would hit them hard enough to knock water and food out of them. It would hit baseboards hard enough to leave black marks. I watch this thing kiss the baseboards or the bedposts or whatever. It just barely touches them and backs up. It seems to have a better camera system, a better kind of radar system. Um, and like I said, the first time I got pictures in one of its reports blew my mind. It has a camera in there? I really haven't looked. I, I Yeah. It's docked right behind me, so I'm kind of turning my head and looking. It looks very much like the regular Roomba that I had years ago. It is a hell of a lot smarter. The features work better. It has mapped this place, and again, being able to tell it specific rooms or not to clean or whatever, invaluable. And like I said, that I didn't – when I always have the regular vacuum with me when I trim the dogs – And I'll just plug it in. No, I stood there and hit the app. I told the app, clean the bathroom. Now, go. It was coming, so I stepped into the bathtub and let it clean everything up. It cleaned everything up, went about its way, docked, cleaned out its thing. Again, sure, it's a luxury. 
you know, it wouldn't take me five, ten minutes to vacuum this whole place. It's not that big a deal. But this is every day, people. Are you going to vacuum every day? No. Do you, do you vacuum months a week? I don't know too many people who do. You should, but who does? My house is vacuumed every day. Any day I could come home and mop the floors if I needed to. Um, Archer was a little backed up the other night, and he didn't poop late at night, so... Before the next morning, it was one of those mornings where I could sleep in. He just couldn't hold it, and so I, I needed to mop. I didn't have to worry about vacuuming. I cleaned up the mess and then mopped the area, and, and you know, it was, I, I mentioned in the last review, it's nice to walk around in socks, and at night when I take my socks off before bed, there's no dog hair on them. When you have dogs, this is almost an invaluable thing. Uh, I have several other friends that have them and say they couldn't live without them. I, I was going to be hard on it because, honestly, as I mentioned before, everything is a subscription these days, and if you don't pay attention to subscriptions, you can really hurt yourself financially by having too many things that you're subscribed to. So is this worth $30 a month for me? Absolutely. It is a small price to pay. It is one big dinner. It's one single-person dinner out you know, a month. I get my house is clean every single day. Yeah, that's worth it. It's smart enough to avoid things. It lets me know about problems. My replacement parts came long before I needed it. When I took the bag out, it was fairly full, but it was still taking stuff. I think my app read it was over 88, 92% full or something like that. I felt the thing and, and pulled that lever back and looked. It Yeah, it was, it was pretty full of hair and dust and stuff, um, but it wasn't 100% full. And I got a new bag. And I still have the extra bag that it came with. It's in, in, in this little holder. <laughs> I didn't have to move that. I just took the bag out of the, the, the mail bag and popped it in the new one. The next day, the system automatically reset the bag, and I'm already up to like 17% on a new bag. If they're going to send them to me on that frequency, you know, every three weeks or so, uh, and when the other stuff, when they comes, looking at the price of the, the, of the items themselves, me having to do it, me having to order them when I'm out, keeping the parts, you know, it arrives, I switch it out, they know about it, you know, it's a little big brother, but we're talking about vacuums here. We're not talking about, you know, my bank account or my car. It's a vacuum, vacuuming my house. Sure, I, I started thinking about it one day. If somebody ever got the mapping info, there's not actual pictures of your house. There is this overall map, and you've labeled it. You know, you've labeled it media room, bathroom, master bedroom. If you didn't put those names on it, nobody could look at that information, know any information about your house other than the general size of it, and you can look at that from the outside. There are no details. It doesn't say, you know, this is a TV stand I avoid. This is a, an expensive gun collection or jewelry collection or whatever. It, you don't get that kind of details. You just have this kind of blueprint of the floor plan. Um, so I don't know how much proprietary information we get hacked. I ha I've let iRobot have full access to, you know, learning, because I want the robot to be as smart as it can possibly be. It's pretty freaking smart. I mean, you know, it's competing with my dogs right now for smart in the house. I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, like I said, the service is more than worth it because I don't have to worry about buying the stuff, either from their website and paying shipping and all that crap, or trying to find it in a store, which here in Alaska, I don't even know that I would find iRobot bags, brushes, and replacement parts in stores. So, what do you know? Uh, so far, the service is great. One month in. I'll do another one maybe at three or five months. We'll see. Um, but after one month, absolutely worth the money. Absolutely 100%. Um, we'll see what happens if anything ever breaks, how the, how the customer service is. But I'm really impressed with it so far. 
I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Thanks for taking time out to listen to a, a hardware review, basically. The iRobot subscription service. Is it for everybody? No. I mean, if you have kids that you can make vacuum every other day, maybe. But if you have pets, if you have a relatively level home, whew, get one. It's it may not be worth eight, nine hundred bucks, a thousand bucks to outlay in one lump sum, but thirty dollars a month for two or three years. Um to not have to worry about hairballs rolling by if you have a friend over or whatever is kind of nice. Um, I've mentioned before that I had allergy problems other places. Uh, I think a lot of that was areas I live, not so much the cleanliness of the home. But I got to say, nothing here. I mean, my house is immaculate. Uh, my breathing has been wonderful. So thank you, Roomba, so far for a great service. I got to say, at 30 bucks a month um, with you know tax and everything, absolutely positively worth it Hmm. please check my links below more podcasts coming your way thank you very much have a spectacular day